podcasters around the world are suffering terribly and needlessly. Day after day, brave podcasters pick up a microphone and put themselves out there asking nothing in return. Through the audio plays, the music, the comedy that is their regular offering to the world, they give and they give, never thinking of themselves. Yet, day after day, they wait, always hopeful that today will be the day they receive a comment from a listener. Just a short message saying, Well done. We hear you. We care. Most of them, sadly, are still waiting. You can help. Visit their websites, please. Click on the comment button and leave a comment. It takes so little and means so much. Paid for by the Cup of Human Kindness. Read by Brenda. Would it kill you to comment, Dane? This is... Ow, I bit my tongue. <laughs> ow. Mwah. So this is Chub Creek... Uh, what number? 163. Damn it. Way back when, when we didn't have to think. Come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm On the banks of Chub Creek Chub Creek Sound of trains. It's hoping to hear the horn again. I love the horn. <laughs> Whistle, whatever. I'm at a new place. Well, is isn't new. I've been here before. It's called Bell Fountain. Uh, no, it's not. It's called Mount... What the hell are you thinking? It's called Mountsburg. This one is more geared towards kids. So I, I took the trail where all the... There's a lot of families here. So I took the really dangerous icy trail that nobody came down. Can you even hear me? I'm going to start walking away. And the first thing I see is a really cool, I think it was a hawk or an osprey or something, just hovering in midair on the rather chilly breeze that we have right now. This is April, uh, I don't know, 4th maybe, 5th? And it's still pretty cold. It's hovering around the freezing point. Uh, so I got my toucan and my gloves, and there's a lot of ice. But it's still, I'm hoping to. This is this place is a lot of uh, uh, 
What do you call birds? It has a lot of birds. <laughs> it has a lot of, you know, raptors, owls, and things. I've never seen them, but it's treacherous here. So hopefully I won't be among crowds of people, but I don't know why they're here either. I think there's a sugar bush, like maple trees, maple syrup collecting stuff, but I think there's some horses that pull a wagon around, but oh man, this is going to be a bit of a pain. Don't fall. It's really, <clears throat> the, this is rather wide roadway, and uh, it's, you know, it's wide enough to drive a car down in, here, in this part anyway, because they pull a, the horses pull a cart full of people along it. But because it's been melting, it's just solid ice. So I'm walking along the side where there's still snow. So I don't fall on my ass. Anyway. Whoops. I was just trying to record the stupid train sound. I'm, uh... Somehow I have so much music on my iPhone. <laughs> Figure out which iDevice that uh, I didn't have enough space, so somehow I like all this music, I don't know where it came from on there, and uh, like 10,000 songs or something, and uh, so one of my mini, one of my projects when I'm kind of bored and in the car is to listen to the, each song one by one and rate it, and if I rate it one star, it goes in the garbage, so... I was listening to all these songs and doing the winter and up comes Brenda's Brenda Dane's voice from Cast On. Uh, and it was uh, I don't know what it, why I don't remember why it was there or what it was from, but it's a series of a whole bunch of podcasters uh, basically whining for comments. In kind of funny, different funny ways, one after the other. Brenda's was the first. And I listened to them, and there was Bruce Murray doing one, and who else? Kaflui, Chris Kaflui from the Kaflui show. Uh, doing little funny stuff, and then Marvin Suicide did one. And uh, it had me laughing so much that I... Uh, I'm probably going to drop it in here. Hope he doesn't mind. Had me laughing. It was really good. He's really good. He's probably... I don't know if, Marvin, I don't know if you know how good you are. Maybe you do. Maybe you're a producer of some kind, but I don't know. I don't know what he does for a living, but his, the quality... I actually do know he's involved in some kind of audio because he talks nerdy about audio in ways that are over my head. But he, uh, anyway, he's just... Uh, seems to be a real natural at... Uh, and being a goof <laughs> in a way that's actually funny you know? everyone thinks they're funny and some people actually are it's kind of funny it's kind of funny like me uh, anyway so I'm gonna see if I can find anything cool I'm kind of excited about it I was actually kind of a little bit gloomy this morning I woke up had a bit of a headache I think lobster, I had some, a, lo- a couple of lobster, little tiny lobster tails, like mistaken lobster dinner, 
uh, that I have once in a while. Everyone's, because they have these sales sometimes where you can get a whole bunch of like a lobster tails, three bucks. And they're just little though, so. I think lobster, I think seafood must give me, or maybe just shellfish. I might be allergic to it because I always get a headache in the morning if I have too much shellfish. Uh, shrimp or lobster. So I woke up this morning really crappy and I don't know, it must have messed up my sleep because you know when you have a crappy sleep, you just, it just ruins your mood. It makes you feel almost depressed when you have no sleep. I don't know. I don't know if I didn't get any sleep, but I just woke up like I hadn't. And it was about seven and I thought, oh, I could sleep more, but then I just waste the whole day. And I, so I got up and I farted around on the computer looking for one of the things I do is <clears throat> just to kind of unwind in the, or wind up in the morning is to look for cool, what's that noise? That's just trees rubbing together. Look for cool inspirational artistic stuff that I can share at work and pin it on my Pinterest board. So that was fun. I spent maybe an hour doing that, and then I played <laughs> about an hour's worth of StarCraft. I really love StarCraft. It's a game where you just... It's like you're looking down on, on a battlefield from above, and you build these little space forts, and you attack the, uh, the computer's automated space. Man. <laughs> like the, uh, <laughs> you play the AI. Anyway, I've been playing that stupid game for... 15 years. I don't know what it is that's so addictive to me about it. Not literally addictive. There are games that are addictive. Like Second Life is really addictive. I don't play that anymore. And uh, so by before long, it had been, you know, a couple hours and I was just kind of feeling mopey. So I started cleaning the house and I said, Dave, you gotta get the hell out of here. Go find a trail and get some exercise. So here I am. There's another hawk. Is he a hawk? Oh, it's so neat. They're just gliding on the, on the, I guess, thermals. He's coming over towards me. I mean, if I had my camera, I'd have the greatest shot. Oh, he's a buzzard. The buzzard. Turkey vulture. Thought it was a hawk. Too bad. It would have been a great shot even with that. Anyway, so I feel better now. I don't feel gloomy anymore, and I'm glad I'm getting some exercise. Let's see. See, now I can tell... Oh, I forgot to check. So I've been recording for nine minutes. So basically, I started out at one minute and 45, so now I'm at one minute. So what do I want to... What do I want to aim for? 40 minutes of recording max. So when this counter gets to about five, I don't know why I'm telling you this. So that's, we've got quite a bit to go. Anyway, I'll see if I can get to a less noisy part. I'm still here. There's the train drag, train track. You know what I mean. Huh. 
love that sound. They blow the whistle a lot going through here because the trail crosses the tracks. That sound reminds me of being a kid because uh, we used to, my dad and I used to go down to the tracks, I don't know where, somewhere in Toronto, and put pennies or nickels or something on the train tracks and Man, would ever flatten them? Flatten them glassy smooth. It was really fun, and I'm sure it was dangerous, and I'm sure it was not good for the train. But uh, that reminds so so now, and it was kind of scary to me. So, um, so to this day, the train whistle reminds me of that being in Toronto, flattening coins. Okay, I really am pausing until I get somewhere else. I'm still here. This is a different tone of whistle. <laughs> That's a nicer tone. I prefer this tone of the, the earlier one. Do it again. Well, that's it. Okay, I really am moving now. Brenda just commented on Facebook. Brenda, I sh- shot it with either my iPhone or my RX100. Well, look at the buzzards are hovering right above me. It's so cool. See, that's not a buzzard. That's an osprey or something. Or it's a young buzzard. It doesn't have that big, ugly beak. Okay, pausing. The geese are coming back. I'm in a big... Uh, what do you call these things? It's like a big shelter on <laughs> like a wooden building that you can look out from and like a lookout. I guess it's called a lookout, is it? You look at birds. The graffiti says E equals MC squared. Or no, it doesn't. Actually, no. That's just me being a nerd. It actually says E heart C and the heart looks like an M. Okay. This, I'm just looking over, overlooking the lake, <clears throat> and it's still completely frozen over. This feels like it's been a cold winter. I think it's just the temperature has been cold, well, obviously, but it's. Uh, the same duration, I think, as before. It's just been colder. It didn't start to get really warm last year until around maybe now or the following week. Bit windy. I'm gonna get out of here. Oh, well, I'm quite a ways down now. It's ice a whole the whole way and snow, so. Uh, it's just not the greatest. Oh, there's a little bit of dirt. I kind of it's a lot of work. You're constantly keeping your balance or crunching through snow, so it's like twice as much work. Which is good. I needed it. 
You know what I was just thinking about? I'm, my mouth is cold. I can't talk. Ooh. I was just thinking about two things. One thing was uh, I was browsing a bunch of websites looking for inspiration. And uh, I happened on this website of a photographer. Actually, I think she, I think she, I think it's a she, and I think she's an artist. Nope, it's a he. Rather than a photographer, but um, not the photographers aren't artists. But because uh, there's a bunch of other like paintings and sculptures and stuff on her site, his. And I don't remember her name, his. but I'm hoping that I remember to sub it in later. His name is Phil Ross at um, philross.org. Anyway, it was just a uh, picture of a worn-looking camera, and then I clicked on it to see it closer. And she's she'd he, taken a bunch of uh, 35 millimeter, you know, like old cameras that you got probably at the he, Salvation Army or something, and put them through her gemstone his, tumbler, her rock tumbler. His, and uh, she'd smoothed them all out so that they're so, sort of semi-rounded and bits underneath are worn and revealed. It was really neat. It just cool. It's so. The, it seems like it's impossible to find a new idea, and every time I see a new idea, I just think, wow. Oh, it's a little windy now. I'm just blocking you with my, my turning my back to the wind. Oh, shit. Let me just move somewhere else. Hopefully I remember, ah, my mouth, I can't, I can't move my mouth fast enough because it's cold. Windy. Oh, the wind stopped. Okay, anyway. So then I got thinking about <laughs> Russia, of all things, or whatever you call Russia now. Is that it? Russia? I guess it's no longer the USSR. It's now Russia. Is that it? Anyway, I was thinking about that whole business with, uh, what is it called? Crimea? Crimea. Crematorium? Crimea. Crimea. Crimea? Crimea. Crimea? Crimea, like Crimea River. And then I just started thinking about Putin, and then, isn't it? This is like a bad Tom Clancy novel or something. Because when you think about his career, he he was in the KGB for years. You know, he did all kinds of crazy stuff, including, you know, wiretaps and I don't know what, I don't know, spying on other governments. He did, I, re, I actually did read some stuff about what he did and I forgot. But it was pretty Cold War-y kind of things. Um, and then he gets... I don't know if he gets elected president or whatever happened there. <laughs> don't try to get your world history from me. And so he's he's president of Russia, and for however many years, the limit, whatever whatever it was, six years or something, and then he somehow gets makes himself prime minister, like is the quote. Interim, and everyone's saying, "Oh, he's just—he's just grooming himself to be president again, just so that he can kind of skirt around the law." And I'm thinking, "Oh yeah, come on, that's silly. <laughs> that's like a bad novel." And sure enough, he gets elected president again through questionable means. You know, whether or not it was legit, I don't know. And uh, and then now he's you know invaded. Oh, it was a big frog. What is that? Holy shit! 
Oh, it's not a frog. It's a chipmunk. Yeah, chipmunks have the furry bodies. Are you a chipmunk? Yes, you are. Oh, he's fast. I'm no web feet. That was a frog. I thought, frog. And they don't say ribbit. He's jumping like a frog. Um. Hey, what does the chipmunk say? And now he's got, I don't know how many hundred thousand troops, 50,000 troops. Bing, 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 kind of bing. gathering on the borders of the Ukraine. And I'm thinking, oh, he's not going to do that, is he? That's like a bad novel. <laughs> right? So now I was just thinking, okay, probably he's going to start doing war things. I don't understand all of that. I don't know why these days that happens. I just try to project that. Oh. Just looking at a sign here. There's a place I wandered in and took photographs. I guess I wasn't supposed to last time. It's an industrial workplace. Personal protective equipment may be required. Yeah, whatever. It's such a neat junk I was taking pictures. Anyway. I forget where my train of thought was going, but it's just kind of crazy to think uh, in this state. Yeah, I was trying to project that on Canada. I think, what kind of lunatic? I guess this is just a different place in the world, isn't it? It's not, it's, it's, it's newer, and there aren't a little, you know, a bunch of thousands of year old, you know, religious sects and chunks and... I hope you're taking notes. Huge political history where little tiny pieces of the country hate each other. I don't know. I guess it could happen. Like Canada. I'm thinking of Canada, obviously. If we had religious sects and chunks. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Quebec and Ontario aren't exactly in love. And Alberta and Ontario aren't exactly in love. And Manitoba and Saskatchewan, they get forgotten about too much. <laughs> you know, they're just going to one day think, you know, screw you guys. We're going to create the country of Saskamanitoba yeah Saskamanitoba yeah <laughs> you know anything's possible I suppose it just seems crazy to me <sighs> well I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm in the best mood on, of the earth but it's better it's better getting out yeah I think it's just not getting enough sleep whenever you don't get enough sleep it just I'm just going to say the F word. It messes with your mood. And that's such a rip-off, because you get so f- little time to yourself. So few days off and free to do what you want. And it really irks me that any of those days would be spent having a crappy mood. So, yeah, a little bitchy today. <laughs> so the where you, where you start this trail is at a place called the Interpretive Center... I guess it's for kids, though. Which is good. I remember this part of the trail. I don't want to go up there. Uh, This is a bad call. There's just kind of nothing. (laughs) See, it's it's my mood. But it's true. It's all brown and there's snow and cold and windy. And i got to walk back now through all that same crappy snow. Hope you appreciate this. I don't know. I think I'm turning. I think I'm turning around. I'm turning around and going back, although maybe a slightly different direction. It's still good to get fresh air. Yeah, I'll shut up until I'm feeling less bitchy. Me 
1970 1970 1970 1970 Nació un día de junio del año 77 Planeta Mercurio y el año de la serpiente Signo patente tatuado y en mi frente Que en el vientre de mi madre marcaba el paso siguiente Nacer llorar sin anestesia en la camilla Mi padre solo dijo eso Ana María Si sí sería el primer llanto que me probaría Quemando las heridas y dándome la batería Solía ser entonces como un libro abierto Pero leí la letra pequeña del texto Como un arquitecto construyendo cada efecto Correcto, incorrecto, se aprende todo al respecto Saber que algunas personas quieren el daño Subir perdaño toma tiempo, toma año con mi peluche mirando lo cotidiano Dibujos transformaban y el invierno en gran verano Papá me regaló bajo mi insistencia Un juego que trataba de compartir la sorpresa Pero en el patio hicieron la competencia Fue cuando sentí mi primera impotencia 1970 y 1970 y 1970 1977 No me diga no, no lo presiento Todo lo que cambia lo hará diferente la serpia 1977 no me diga no que no lo presiento todo lo que cambia lo hará diferente en el año que nació la serpia Fue una etapa avisar El cuerpo es batería y la cabeza quitar La orquesta narra una tonada quebrada Para la mirada de una niña que solo talla espada Hormona disparada sobre pobladas Información que cambian temporadas Caminas encrucijada Cada cual en su morada preparaba la carnada La sagrada diablada de mirada encabronada Mi fila la verdad nunca buscó su silla Mi búsqueda fue mero proceso de pura pila Pupila de poeta que marcó nuestra saliva En la cordillera que miraba la salida La parada militar de paso monótono Colores policromo los uniformes de poco tono, de tono mi cuestionamiento, la voz hizo no, no, mi primera rima que sonó y me enroló. Mi búsqueda no fue para mi cosa de escenario, fue algo necesario y que marcaba ya mi fallo. Así que tú hablas más de lo necesario, fue cuando entendí que todos quieren ser corsario. 1970 y 1970 y 1970. 1977, no me diga no, no lo presiento. Cambia lo hará diferente en el año que nació la serpia 1977, no me diga no, que no lo presiento Todo lo que cambia lo hará diferente en el año que nació la serpia Hello, I'm the world-famous, internationally renowned, magnificent music mogul, Marvin Suicide. And I've graciously taken some time out of my busy schedule to impress on you the importance of letting your favourite podcaster know how much you love them. So, I invited one of my many fans to explain the benefits of leaving feedback. Yes, hello. Uh, it is on, is it? <laughs> Fly me, I'm quite nervous. Um, well, I first remember sending you an email, uh, I think it was after show 29, um, it, it basically just because I wanted to let you know that I was there and I was, I was listening and I really enjoyed the programme. Um, 
and and to let you know that, that I love you. <laughs> no, no, I don't really. I was, I'm just about, oh, well, I love you a little bit, but I won't go to that now. <laughs> um, it's very exciting, isn't it? Um, so I thought, well, I'd send you an email and, and just to sort of say that I really enjoyed the programme and just to make sure that there was someone actually there because I wasn't too sure that there there was uh, because you you never can tell really the internet can you you just don't you don't know if it's real or not because you can't actually see the person um but anyway so so you actually replied to my email and it was great and I, I felt really good inside and my, my heart got quite a bit faster um <laughs> uh, not because I love you <laughs> um and uh and then so I emailed you again, and then it turned into sort of a weekly thing. I, I'd, I'd listen to your show, then I'd, I'd really enjoy it. So I'd then send you an email, and then you'd reply back saying, thank you very much for listening, uh, really glad you like the show. And, uh, and, and I, you know, it made me feel really good, because I was, I was able to um, communicate with someone that is actually producing something that I like. Do you see what I mean? Um, and it, it, it was just something that... I just got into the routine doing it every week, and then I just wanted a little bit more, you know. So, so I actually did a, a, a domain search thing, uh, and I, I found out your your address that you actually uh, where the domain was registered. And it turned out to be a home address, and I, I couldn't believe my luck. Um, so I kept sending you emails, and then after a little while, you, you told me not to send them quite so much. <laughs> but I I thought you were just joking, so I thought I'd carry on anyway. Um, and then, so, so I actually found out where you lived, um, and started started to drive past your house a couple of times. I I took some days off work from holiday, um, and I actually spent them just round the corner. You don't actually know this, but I did spend quite a few days in the field behind where your house is, um, and I, I used to watch you get up in the morning um, and get changed because I've actually seen your willy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very nice, by the way. Uh, so, so then um, the whole well, yes. I mean, I mean, I suppose the whole reason of sending you emails and having the communication with the person that's actually doing the program that I listen to is something that I really get a lot back from because you give so much to me. I mean, so much. Uh, you spend so much time putting the shows together, um, and you you put them out for anyone everywhere and for free as well and I just couldn't believe it so when I started to contact you and get the communication back and we were going backwards and forwards uh it was some it was just a beautiful thing um uh, and that was it really uh d so can I uh, that's we're sort of done now uh, could I um could I take away a pair of your Pants? Would that would that be okay? No, no not really. No. <laughs> okay. Well. I think you'd better go now, actually, mate. Thanks. I could I just go to the toilet then? Is that is? Would that be okay? Mm. No. Okay. Well, maybe he was a bit too enthusiastic, but hopefully you get the picture. We're not asking for much. Just a few kind words here and there. And remember, a little ego massage goes a long way. Goodbye.
Yeah, I don't want to be uh, alarming or anything, but I'm sitting in a car wash lineup, and the guy in front of me is uh, also lined up waiting uh, in his car. And he's opened his door, and he's... I couldn't figure out what he was doing. He was emptying something onto the ground and messing with something, kind of looking closely, kind of fiddling with something, and then dumping it on the ground. And I realized he was uh, trimming his fingernails. So there you go. I could never... Can you imagine, what if I asked you to name one thing that somebody might be doing in a car wash lineup? I bet if you guessed for the rest of your life... You'd never, ever guess that one. Yes. Just thought I'd share that with you. Another thing happened on the way home from the trail. Um, the, uh, I decided... So I go shopping for clothes at a big and tall place because, number one, I'm big, and number two, I'm tall, and I can never find my size. So I kind of have to go to these places. And I, I noticed there's another... On the way home, I, I, I remembered, I'd seen it before, there was a place called... Uh, Usually I go to this place called George Richards, which is a big and tall place. I noticed on the way home there was a place called the Big and Tall <laughs> Shop or something. And I thought, oh, geez, another one, a different one, finally, so I can have another a different selection of clothes. So I, uh, and so to back, <laughs> and another reason I wanted to find another place that I'm going, than, than the one I've been going to, is that... The last time I went to George Richards, you know, God bless him, but the guy there who was helping me was shadowing. He's just super, he's super, super, super nice. You know, heavy accent, uh, very, very willing to, uh, you know, hustle around and find my size. And like, he's just kind of almost weirdly attentive. And it just, I don't know, I found it irritating. <laughs> and I was too, I was too polite to tell him, you just bugger off while I looked. Um, and on top of that, he hemmed my pants the wrong size, so I've got these... <laughs> I have one pair of pants that are kind of almost floods. And I just... That was just irritating. And anyway, so that wasn't really the reason why I wanted to find another clothing store, but it was there as part of the... One of the reasons it was in the back of my mind. Anyway, so... Anyway, so I go to this new place. Big and tall store. I walk in, and who do I see? The same guy. In a completely different town. <laughs> different guy. Same guy. Different town. Different store. And, yeah. Evidently, it's the same owner for both stores. Even though it's called... It's sneaky, isn't it? You call a store something else, and it's all the same clothes that I was used to. Same guy. Same guy that, I'm, that hemmed my pants the wrong friggin' length. And... Anyway, and now I'm sitting in a car wash with a guy clipping his fingernails. Did I say toenails? I meant fingernails. Well, that would be funny if he was clipping his toenails in a car wash. He could get a pedicure if he stuck his feet out the window. <laughs> anyway, that's the update. Oh, you know what? Maybe we'll go into the car wash together. Well, that'd be exciting. Listen to the... Sounds of the car wash. Woo-hoo! I was doing some Instagramming today. What did I take? Oh, I went down to the... Um, I, guess, I don't know if what I'm going to put in this. I My mood has drastically improved since I was on the trail. So it's funny. I was 
hiking along and, and kind of my mood was kind of getting crappier and I recorded some kind of, I don't know if I, I included it in this, some grumbly stuff and I, you know, I did my little ending and I, I thought after that is so shitty, I'm not going to, I'm not going to post that. What is this? Some ambient noises I got on my iPhone. I'm not going to post this, so uh, I just started to record again. And uh, so, um, but as at the end of that, tr- at uh, the end of my walk, uh, this place called M- Mountsburg, they have a sugar maple uh, forest. And uh, it's kind of cool. You could take your kids there. There's a lot of, this is the place I avoided when I first walked in. I decided, oh, I might as well go down and check it out. And so I walked to the end of the path on the in the other direction and uh, there's a little thing they call Maple Village and it's kind of neat because as far as the eye can see they have these kind of pale blue bins hanging off of all the maple trees. The trees are thinner than I would have thought. I thought for some reason I pictured maple, sugar maple trees collecting on massive trees but they're all you know about seven or eight inches in diameter and uh, it's kind of neat. I tried to capture an interesting photo of, uh, of all the the buckets kind of close and far and kind of peppered in the distance. There's hundreds of them. It's neat. And they got a little shack there and they sell confectionery and I just was still too irritated with <laughs> with everything in general <laughs> to go down and look, to be with all the people and families looking at all the friggin' maple candy and shit. So I didn't. Um, but I'll take the kids there. It's a little bit tacky. like Not tacky. It's a little corny, but uh, they might enjoy it. They've never seen a sugar maple forest in their lives because they live in Alberta and there's barely a tree in the whole province. No offense to Alberta. I lived there and I, uh, that's the one complaint I had about Alberta. I love the people. I love the city. Uh, the Calgary, I love the city. I love the stampede. I thought it was a real honest, um, <laughs> the, the stampede is neat. If, if you've never heard of the Cal, you probably have. It's pretty world famous, the Calgary stampede. People in Alberta, you know, they, You'll, you'll see the odd person wearing a cowboy hat, and um, <laughs> Will was not one of those people, by the way. Um, it seems kind of corny, but uh, it, it almost when I when I thought about Alberta and the whole Western thing, I, I remember uh, before I'd ever lived there. I used to live in Ontario, and then I moved out there, and then I moved back. Right, so when I still lived here and hadn't been there yet, I thought. What the hell are people from Alberta wearing cowboy hats for? That's dumb. That's something you should do in Texas, right? But then when you go there and you realize, wait a minute, these are really our ranchers. These, This is all just as old <laughs> as the Wild West. And it's kind of neat. And, you know, so they celebrate their culture with a, a little stampede carnival. And there's, you know, the elephant ears and candy apples and the, the, the rides. and the, But then also they have the chuck wagon races and the... And the the rodeo, the rodeo, rodeo, is that what you call it? Rodeo. Where they ride the bucking bronco and all that shit. And it's neat. It, Calgary and Alberta really has, they're a little bit redneck over there. They're a little bit, you know, it's, it's a little shiny white over there. Um, but that's, you know, generalizing. It just, I noticed there was a lot more kind of off color, no pun intended, uh, jokes. You know how someone tells a racist joke and you just kind of, you know, you you feel too polite to tell them, you know, you're an idiot. Um, although I'm not that 
I'm not too polite to tell someone they're an idiot, actually, for telling a racist joke. But, you know, you can sometimes you just don't want to get into it. That happened a lot more in Alberta than anywhere I've ever lived. Well, I'm going to type in my code here. So, my code is 44643. Oh, I can't type it yet. I can't type it yet. I gotta wait until Simon says. What did I say? 44643, right? Maybe you can come here and use my code. 44643. Anyway, so, um... All that stuff I liked. I liked how small the city was, and I liked how close the, uh... Oh, now I can do it. Four, four, six, four, three. Um... I liked how small the city was, and I liked how close uh, Alberta was to the mountains, and there was some beauty there, but there's no forests. <laughs> there's no lakes to speak of. There's no forests, and, and it's kind of dry, and, uh, you know, I have psoriasis. You know, I get it really bad, actually, and that's not dry, horribly dry air in the winter especially is not something you want if you have psoriasis so I suffered from it quite a bit when I was living there, much more than I do here so you know, the lack of trees is just uh, something so the kids would never have seen that's what I'm long-windedly saying is they'd never they've never been exposed to these maple things so um, that's something maybe we'll do I remember mum was telling me, I remember where this was. I think she told me she, when she was a girl, somebody was boiling maple sap and, uh, and making the syrup. And if you pour hot sap onto the snow, it makes some kind of taffy and you can eat it like taffy. And I've never done that. I've never seen it. Like maybe they were doing that. So anyway, that'd be a good thing to do. Um, so... Now I'm just waiting my turn. I've typed my code and the stupid door hasn't opened yet. So that was good. And then I went to the big and tall place and saw this the, the guy again. And what else did I do? Um, I did something else. Oh, I went and got some beer. <laughs> do you care? You know what I do? I go to the... It's probably a stupid waste of money, but... It seems so ridiculously cheap compared to buying scotch. When I decide to buy beer, I think, Jesus, it's so cheap. It's so cheap compared to buying scotch. So I go over to the kind of mix and match aisle where you can buy... Um, God, that Lexus looks exactly like my my Honda Accord. That's neat. Uh, you can buy single Tallboy cans, you know? And uh, I just buy two, two, I buy two and two and two and two, and I get like, you know, eight or 12 or something. Uh, so I've got a bunch of different beers to try. It's fun. I don't like beer very much, but sometimes I'm in the mood for it, and I felt like it today. I felt like it today after having such kind of a crabby day. So I'm in good spirits now, especially after seeing a guy clipping his toenail. Like, not even embarrassed, just like opens the door wide, clip, 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 clip my toenails. I say I did say toenails, fingernails, fingernails. I say toenails because I use, you know, you know why I said toenails? Because I don't have a fingernail clipper. I have a friggin' toenail clipper, and I use the toenail clipper on my fingers. Because I hate this, I don't have one because I don't, they're too small, the stupid little 
fingernail clippers are too small to hold right. So I use the toenail clippers. So every time I think about trimming your fingernails, I think toenail clipper. Isn't that kind of stupid? Okay, come on, I want my turn in the car wash. Oh, thank you. That beeping is the door opening. This might be loud. I know you're gonna enjoy this. Just pretend you're in your car, close your eyes. You can have a sound seeing experience with me. Drive forward slowly. It's gonna beep at me to stop. Ah, I hate that. car wash time. So, um, this is probably the end of the, the real end of the podcast because I did a crappy ending before. So as we're being blasted with water, um, I'll tell you how much I love you and how much I miss you. And, uh, I'm hoping to, uh, see you soon or hear from you soon, depending on who you are. <laughs> if I see you and I don't know you, uh, that's, uh, kind of terrifying. As Marvin Suicide implied in his little skit there. Anyway, I need to shut up. All right, so have a good one. Talk to you soon, all right? See you next week. Bye.